and welcome in to the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller checking in with you on Hump Day, August 19th. Thanks for being with us here and spending a few minutes of your day to take a look at what's going on up above. Well, continuing our conversation from yesterday, the yod got quite a bit of attention. It sure did. My buddy Dwayne emailed and he said, hey, there's another one. And you know what? He was right. So there wasn't one yod yesterday. There were two. And the other one is just as significant because at the base, Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter, also on the other side of the base, Neptune. And it was pointing up to the sun, Mercury, and the moon. Now, what's interesting about these yods is like any kind of aspect formation like this, the tip of that witch's hat, and we're talking about Everything that we're discussing here that you're going, huh, is in yesterday's episode. But the planets or planet, planet or planets that are at the tip of that point are the ones that are the focal point of the work being done. So yesterday we talked about Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter at the point, and then the base was the Sun, Moon, and Mercury. So that makes Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter the point, and of course, that's what we've been under. Well, this other one is flipped. So the base is Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter, Neptune, with the point being the sun and the moon. Now, if you were to skew that over to mundane astrology, mundane astrology basically makes the sun the country. So that would be the populace in general. This is not talking about any specific country. But it just flips it back over and gives you an incredible perspective that whatever's getting ready to happen or whatever is out there or whatever is in our future, whatever the skies and the cards and the gods hold for us is going to be quite amazing. And it is going to affect all of us. And it is spiritual. This is a karmic path. It is a karmic purpose. Had somebody email yesterday also saying that it was their birthday and could the yod affect them extra special on their birthday? I'm going to answer that privately, but I just thought that was a good question of how do we bring this in? Now, look, the only thing different about her chart and all the rest of us who were not born on August 18th is that her son was conjunct her son. Happy birthday, by the way. So that's the only difference. What we're talking about here is transiting energy. This is not baked into your life like all the folks who were born yesterday and today. The yacht is still there. Actually, one of them is still there, and that's another point that I'll make, and then we're going to hop off of this. It's about the orbs. How wide of a latitude do we have on these various aspects? So what we're talking about, obviously, is let's say that a planet is at 10 degrees and it's three signs over from another planet that is at 10 degrees. Well, those are considered to be a zero degree orb, right? They're both at 10 degrees. And the idea is that the closer to that exact number, the stronger the influence of that aspect So the question becomes, how many degrees can we walk away from 10 before the aspect is no longer relevant? And that's a big, big topic. But the second yod, the one that my friend Duane pointed out, 
was right on the edge. And that's when we got to looking at it. He pointed it out to me, and I was like, yes, that is. However, when we look at that aspect today, the line between Neptune and the sun is over six degrees. So in other words, Neptune is at 20, and the sun is basically at 27. Now, I went back and pulled some information from astrologer Liz Green, one of the most respected and and people who has contributed so much to astrology over our generation. And she said that basically these orbs that we're looking at for her, six degrees. Now, look, the ancient astrologers said that orbs could be as wide as the whole sign. So that's like the side of a barn. And obviously, the tighter, the better. So for today, yod number two is gone. Yod number one disappears after Thursday. Thursday will be the last day tomorrow. So this has been really quite a deal. And as I was emailing folks and thinking about it, this was the, let's call it the astrological version of Release the Kraken. (laughs) That's the best way to put it. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. All right, let's talk about today because we do have a couple of sign changes. Ding, ding, ding. Ring the bell. The moon moved into Virgo while a lot of Americans were asleep. A lot of Europeans were working, but that happened at 4.20 Eastern Time this morning. Now, this evening at 9.30, Mercury ingresses Virgo. I'm going to borrow a Steve Forrest line. Oh, and that was so funny. So the Book of Air, which is the third book that has been in Audible's hands. And I'll tell you, when you put a book in Audible's hands, they own it at that point. They tell you when it's going to be out. You don't get to pick But basically, guess when the Book of Air was released for sale on Audible? Yesterday, during the new moon. If I'm lying, I'm not kidding. It came out about 15, no, 10, 12 minutes, about 12 minutes or so after the new moon. Can you believe that? You cannot make this stuff, folks, I'll tell you. It is absolutely incredible. So the Book of Air is out. Those are the three that are done. And that's the Book of Air, the Book of Earth, and the Book of Fire by Stephen Forrest. But Stephen Forrest talks about Virgo as saying uh, a characteristic of Virgo. And I'm, this is this is so funny. Take this lightly if you're a Virgo. Virgos like to organize their sock drawers. <laughs> so I was going to say, if you have the ambition to organize your sock drawers tomorrow or the next day, well, that's the moon moving through Virgo. Now, as far as Mercury goes, that's a different deal because what planet rules Virgo? Yes, Mercury. So Mercury is home for the next several weeks. No retrograde. That happens in Scorpio, but Mercury boot scoot boogies right on through Virgo, but we'll be glad to be home. Now, there are several things that we can take advantage of that, and I will unfold some of those Virgo-Mercury things that we can lock onto because this affects not only our, say, our learning, education, etc., But it also definitely affects our communication. So we'll cover that in a couple of future episodes coming up. We've got time to let that unpack. Right now, I think we're just still basking in the new moon. What did you create, by the way? Good question on that. New moon, yods, wow. Incredible times. I am so glad 
that we get to do this together every morning. Thank you for listening. I really, really appreciate it. Sending you love. We'll see you tomorrow.